Now, The Crowncast with your host, Murray Brookshaw. Welcome to The Crowncast, episode 53. This time around, I'm chatting with Jamie Moran, who's our new head professional. Jamie, glad to have you on board. Great to be here. Uh, appreciate the opportunity to sit with you. Yeah, it's a really great opportunity, I think, for members to get to know you, to get to know where you come from, what your philosophy is, a little bit about your background and that sort of stuff. And hey, you're, you're BC born, right? Yeah, I grew up in Kitimat, up on the northwest coast, and aging myself here, but played the 1994 BC Junior here at Crown Owl, and I've always kind of had a little passion for Crown Owl since then. I enjoyed it then, and it's it's great to be here again. I'm really glad that you had Crown Owl in the back of your mind when we were looking for a head professional, and uh, you've got a lot of teaching experience over the years. A lot of teaching, a lot of coaching. Uh, absolutely love to um, help people enjoy the game a little bit more and introduce new people to the game. Now, tell me your story. Just give me a little line on, on where you came from, how you got in the business. That's always fascinating. Found out about getting in the business, um, playing at a high level um, back when I was a junior that potentially staying in this industry would be an option um, and got involved going to Lethbridge College for the PGM program uh, working at the Banff Springs uh, some great experiences there and and absolutely had a passion for the industry and 25 years later I'm still doing it boy and Banff Springs what a great place to start fantastic opportunity um, a ton of fun probably a little too much fun at times Great way to learn about uh, not only the industry, but how a resort course works out in Banff. Uh, and uh, a great pathway to kind of lead me all the way back here to the Crown Isle Resort. Now, you made your way all the way, and I mean all the way, to the east coast of Canada. How did that happen? Uh, just an opportunity growing up in Kitimat. Unfortunately, our community took a bit of a hit. We lost our pulp mill and gas plant quickly and decided uh, to make a move. My wife's family was from Newfoundland and had retired back in St. John's. So we moved from Kitimat to St. John's as geographically as far away as you can possibly move while staying in the same country, um, but absolutely loved it out there. We spent five years in St. John's, moved to Charlottetown where I worked for the last five years and uh, happy to be back here in BC. Well, one of the things that I think this community and St. John's shares is the friendly people and the and the the kind of the attitude in the in the community, right? Absolutely. The the vibe is very similar. Um, being on the east coast of Canada, St. John's and even PEI too, the fant- the people are fantastic. Um, it's the way of life, the vibe. It's a little bit more chill. It's not as hectic. And uh, being here on Vancouver Island feels very similar. Uh, not only the members here are great, but the community as a whole has been really nice to be a part of so far. The houses are a little less colorful here than in uh, St. John's, though. <laughs> <laughs> they are, yes. But man, there's some gorgeous places around here, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. i never forget the first time I went to St. John's. I was working a radio gig and I went over, we were doing some weekends, and I walked down one of the streets and I go, oh my God, there's every color imaginable on this one street. Yeah, they're, they're aptly named jelly bean houses. Yeah. So they're quite colorful and spectacular to look at. So you're having a, a really good time in, in PEI. I mean, you're working at one of the oldest courses in the area, right? Uh, definitely. It was done in 1902. Uh, fantastic membership, 750 members, so very busy place. Uh, golf in PEI has exploded because there's some world-class golf courses there as well. So a great place to be. Um, had some success over the last few years there in Atlantic Canada with some awards and some accolades as well. 
Um, but again, just su super excited to be back in back in BC and and uh, working with Crown Isle here. Have you always been this chill? You're a chill guy. <laughs> Pretty much. I've been accused sometimes of probably, and it doesn't look like I care a lot, but uh, that's not the case. Um, I don't think there's anything in life to take too serious. Uh, enjoy it. And uh, at the end of the day, um, I think being calm helps me in a lot of situations in this industry. Yeah, no doubt. And when you're uh, working with 750 members, uh, that's... Uh that's a lot. That's a, that's a different beast. Um, we had 350 to 400 rounds a day being played. A lot of personalities to learn and to learn how to manage. Um, and so the, my, my kind of calm demeanor definitely helps in, in many facets. Now, teaching, um, did you have a chance to teach some people who have gone on to colleges and pro tours and things I, like that? I definitely helped with a couple that moved on to college. I can't take credit for all their success, but um, I've had a hand in it. But just a ton of uh, kind of provincial level um, players and uh, high achieving amateurs that still like to play the amateur game and just uh, I love all of it from from juniors just trying out to people in their 90s trying to find five more yards to enjoy the game more. Now what would your philosophy be? Do you have a philosophy that you teach and coach? Uh, it's to try and keep it as simple as possible. Um, I'm not going to get all my students to swing like Dustin Johnson or, or Rory McIlroy so we take what they do well and see if we can't uh, fix their kind of one glaring area and the biggest thing for me is communicating um, to that person that they're understanding why we're doing something and they understand how to fix it. Yeah, kind of the why behind the what. The reason we started doing the Crowncast way back when was to let people know we're going to be doing this and this is why we're doing it, right? Yes, and to be able to show them results quickly that when they do it correctly it does equate to a better shot or whatever our goal might be for that lesson and to, to leave them a plan to continue to improve without me staring over their shoulder saying you did this or you did that. Yeah, I think that's going to be one of the things that our members are really going to enjoy is the fact that, that you'll be able to help them, teach them, and move on. Because our range is a very active range with our new mats and everything. You see a lot of balls being hit out there. Absolutely. Uh, the new range looks fantastic, by the way. Um, but it is. It's one of the busiest driving ranges I've ever seen before. So I see that there's some enthusiasm. People want to practice and get better. And now, now we're here and kind of building an academy to give them the avenue to get them some good help and enjoy the game even more. When you speak about academy, how are you going to do that? Uh, we're going to do it slowly. We're going to make sure that we do the basics well. We need to be able to provide good instruction one-on-one. -on -one. We need to be able to provide... Um, some good junior programming, we need to be able to provide some beginner clinics. And once we know we can achieve that at a high level, then we'll look to grow it. And maybe we're a destination academy where people are coming here for schools. Um, but it is baby steps. And, and as we take things on, we want to make sure we're doing it at a, at a great level here at Crown Isle. Yeah, because the future of our sport, I know I have a 17-year-old and I have a 14-year-old, and the future of our sport is with young people and is with uh, the juniors. So uh, by having high schools come here to be able to practice and play some uh, high school events and things like that here is a, is a big deal. It, it is for sure, and I'm always... I'm always trying to develop a feeder system. So we want to offer programming that's introducing young kids to the game, five to seven to nine-year-old kids. We want to offer programming where the middle age, that eight to 14 group has a place to play. And then we also want to offer something for the kids that want to pursue 
the game in colleges or compete provincially that they can trust someone here to help them with their game as well. So we continuously have that feeder system. Uh, and then, of course, it feeds into our membership and, and long term here at Crown Owl, which is what we want. No doubt. Now, uh, let's uh, pedal back a little bit. You got a good thing going in Charlottetown. You're, you've got a great course, a lot of members, things going on, accolades. Um, why the move back to BC? I mean, a couple of things. We've always had kind of moving back west in our plan for the next, uh, over the last couple of years. Um, our son is in Calgary. My father and brother in law and his young family are in Calgary. I've got a brother in Vancouver. A lot of friends and family still here in BC. So we had a, an eye on that. Uh, but we were fortunate, my, my daughter, um, who is now attending UWC Pearson College in Victoria, finishing her grade 11, got a scholarship um, to attend there. So that maybe ex expedited things a little bit to, to, to stay over and be a little closer to her, obviously, and, uh, and to see what opportunities were available out west. And when I saw that Crown Owl um, was looking, I thought that would be a great fit for me and my family. And it's been a resort I've known about for a while. And uh, yeah, super excited to, to be back out here. Well, I love the whole family first attitude. That's, uh, that's a real philosophy that I've had for, uh, for years. Now, you've been here for a couple of weeks, um, kind of working yourself in. You've seen a men, uh, men's club opening day and that sort of thing. Any observations? I think the observation so far is we, we, we've got a great membership. Um, there's definitely a buzz within that membership that is excited um, to get the season going, excited to see that uh, we are elevating our offerings here at Crown Isle as well. And I'm excited to finding out that we have some great leadership um, that's here on site already. Um, so we can, we can do some great events and we can continue to grow to deliver what's expected at such a great resort as ours. So you've had a lot of time to assess because you're here solo right now. I am, yes. I mean, I, I'm fortunate that my wife, Lori, uh, actually will be married 20 years this August. She's back in Charlottetown kind of looking after everything and the move and selling off some of her old stuff. So I'm looking forward to actually having her. She'll be joining me out here the first week of May. Uh, my daughter will be joining us at the end of May when she's done her school year. And uh, my son, Ryan, will probably pop out a few times. He lives in Calgary as well. So excited to start getting the family back around me. But without them, affords me a little bit more time to make sure that I'm focused here on my, on my work. Do you have a philosophy for the golf operation? Uh, not so much philosophy, but just kind of a mind frame for me and my staff is, is um, we're going to have an, an expected service level um, that we're going to rise for our guests and our members. Um, I want them to be enthusiastic about what we're doing. Um, we do work at a golf course and we're fortunate and I want that enthusiasm to come across to the customers as well. And then uh, just all of us to build relationships with it's, whether it's our members or our staff or our guests that come. We do those things well. I think uh, Crown Isle's uh, heading in a good direction. And I noticed you played with a couple of members the other day. That was a pretty cool video where you stepped on the tee and asked uh, Thomas Delaray whether he wanted to play. Um, you've had a chance to play a couple of times? I've gone out a couple of times, yeah. Just one full 18 so far, but a few nines in the evening. Um, uh, Thomas and Johan were great to play with that day, and I got to play on Saturday with a few other of our great members. Uh, I enjoy playing. I love to play. It's a great way to build relationships. And... 
they can start to feel comfortable with me and start to ask for for my guidance and information. So that will uh, continue to to happen throughout the year, trying to plague off with more members. Well, fantastic. I've really enjoyed our conversation. We're going to have a lot more of these, whether you like it or not. No, I look look forward to it. This is a a great start, and uh, I'm excited for the the weeks and months ahead. Uh, Before we leave, um, give me your master's pick. Oh, that's a tough one. It's hard not to pick Rory. Uh, I'm going to go with him, uh, but my heart is still Tiger. We, we, I want one more, at least, from him. Yeah, no doubt. I, uh, I picked Rory in, in, as one of my guys in a, in a pool I'm in because I think that would be really cool to put that feather in his cap because and, and he's had a tough go of it in the last couple of years being kind of the spokesperson for the PGA Tour, right? A- absolutely. It would be great to see him win the Grand Slam. I think he deserves it. He's obviously good enough to do it, and and, uh, we'll see if he can get off to a good start tomorrow. He'll uh, for day one. He'll be he'll be there come Sunday. Well, and enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the burgundy jacket on Friday and Saturday here, which is kind of our masters. And uh, I look forward to talking to you again. Yeah, me too. Hopefully, Mother Nature cooperates this weekend, and then. the, the Masters gives us a great Sunday of viewing. The Crowncast is available on crownisle.com and through Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe today so you don't miss an episode.